The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, Billy, as always. And on this edition, I am joined uh, by the pop punk class. We're on the continuous road with Rosie Knight. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, How are you? I am. I am very well. Uh, I'm, I'm very busy as well, which is which is nice, especially in lockdown, <laughs> to be to be busy. Yeah, we need to get kept busy, don't we? <laughs> uh, absolutely. I know you've you've been Excellent ways to keep yourself busy, which we'll definitely get on to. But the first question yeah. is always the same. How did you get to pro wrestling? What got you hooked? So it was it's actually like quite a weird story, actually. Uh, so I used to watch it, stereotypical, watched it as a kid with my wee brother, who is Logan Smith. Um, big shock if anyone didn't know that. <laughs> so he uh, debuted in the ring and I went down to watch him, obviously big support of sister, all that. And as I was watching it, I was just, I was watching it and I was going, I bet I could do that. And it was that kind of cocky big sister of, ah, that's nothing. I, I bet I could do that. that. It looks easy. And then he was like, well, why don't you come down and see how you get on? He went, I bet you won't even last a, a month. And here I am, four years down the line. <laughs> so you did all right then. <laughs> did all right. Yeah, again, somewhere. <laughs> so when you're watching then, who, who was the first ones, who's first wrestlers that kind of caught your eye? It, it must have been looking sharp, definitely. Like, just that kind of, like, out there character. I was just like, he is cracking. And even in person, obviously, he's the exact same kind of person. Um, but I just watched him and I was like, this is phenomenal. And then, obviously, over at the stand, there was, like, just a couple of girls, one of them being Angel Hayes. And I was like, I wonder why the girls aren't wrestling. And at the time, I spoke to Angel, and I said to her, what, what, why are you not wrestling? Like, are, are you barred or something? Have you not, are you not debuted? And she's like, there's just not enough girls. So uh, that kind of, like, piqued my interest as well. Like, there's not enough girls. Hmm, we could probably change that. So there we are. <laughs> And of course, uh, you and Angel have, have, well, that was your first match, but uh, of course you've got a bit of a more closer relationship because Angel is with uh, with Logan as well. So it's like, yeah. it, it went from yeah. what, what you do into practically family now. <laughs> yeah, basically I see Angel, God, far too much, I would say. Like, she's like the annoying little sister, of, like, about my age that you need, but I'll, I'll, honestly, I love the girl with all my heart, but yeah, she's definitely like a wee sister to me. She's just, she's been part of the family now for about six years, so it doesn't even like phase me when she just shows up randomly in my room to ask me a question, and I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, so, training then. Um, as I know, when the school that you were at, it was Matt's, first of all. Uh, as I've, yes. I've spoke to a lot of people from from that, that particular school or schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like? I mean, if you're watching it going, that's oh, a ring, that looks amazing, I'll give that a go. And then coming in and seeing it's all mats. What were your first thoughts? Yeah, originally I was like, right, okay. Okay, so how do you guys train? But obviously in the beginning, the kind of 
if you're first starting, you get sent over to like crash mats to kind of learn how to bump safely and kind of start to learn about a chain. And I'd been pulled away by Lucy Cole and Angel took me away. So that was at the time where um, Angel kind of took training me and it kind of felt a bit strange because I was like, I see you every single day and now you're training me. Like, this is mental. But then I just, I couldn't get my head around the fact that they were wrestling on mats. I was like, is that not sore? <laughs> like, what are they, how are they doing that on mats? That must be agonising. And lo and behold, yes, it was agonising. But I think the, the good thing about it for me, I thought, is it taught us, like, kind of how, like, how to control ourselves, like, without there being a ring, like, ending up, like, just trying to learn this spot and that spot. We kind of learned more technical. And I found that did interesting. Obviously, at shows, we got kind of in-ring training. And we started learning how to run ropes there. I just... Obviously, it's a completely different way for everyone else, but to me, it was kind of, it taught us a lot of kind of discipline with what if there wasn't ropes, like what if something happened in the match and you couldn't use the ropes, what are you going to do then? So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a shock and I think my back took the shock pretty well. So, <laughs> yeah, um, so... Then you made your debut, I think it was about a year and a half afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, it was against against Angel. Uh, so, what was it like going to that first match then? I mean, it was it was nerve wracking because obviously I'd been training the year and a half before, but halfway through that year, I took six months out because I went to go uh, work in America. So during that time, I wasn't wrestling at all. Um, so I came back. And I remember the moment I got sat down, it's like, you're going to make your debut. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, it was never happened, but obviously because it was Angel, it, was, it wasn't, I knew I had somebody that would look after me in the ring and I'd been, she'd kind of guided me for day one. So for me, it was kind of, I felt safe. Um, but I loved every minute of it, especially because it was like main event. Um, I absolutely loved every minute of it. And... I mean, now that I look back on it, I'm kind of like, wow, I was so proud of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I'll still be proud of it because it was the day I debuted. But, um, yeah, definitely, I felt completely safe. Obviously, the nerves were eating me up every time somebody went out because I knew it was getting closer and closer in my match. But with having somebody like Angel on your back, you don't worry about it. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, especially at your first match in this main event, that's a bit... Yeah, terrifying as in itself. Um, and I was going through. I trust the Germans at Cage Match for for all my match information, unless there's one I obviously know is missing. So yeah, I mean your your journey from that point, yeah, you, you did a fair bit of traveling from just yeah. then because I think what was it uh, Livingston? You started the first match, and then uh, of course you did, did uh, places like Airdrie and all that kind of thing, and then you're yeah. SWA. Um, yeah. So what was it like just, just getting in front of all these different... What was it like getting in front of a crowd in the first place? So are you, are you quite an um, introvert? Is that the word? Well, the, wherever the opposite is to introvert. Uh, are you quite an outgoing person? Are you quite just was ready for it? I mean, I've always been kind of like an outgoing person. Like, all my friends would say, like, I'm, I literally will talk until you're blue in the face. Um, but obviously, we're being... 
you're you're not just focusing on the fact that there's a crowd you're focusing on what have i got to remember in here what am i going to do next what if something goes wrong and there's like so much playing on your head in that moment where you're just kind of like what if somebody shouts something in the crowd is it going to distract me am i going to forget but like once you I, I just see being in front of a crowd the adrenaline it gives you like just the way a crowd reacts like the way they bring you up if you're a face like they, they, they will actually support you so much um, or they'll absolutely despise you. I mean, you've got either end of the spectrum, but um, it's nerve-wracking to begin with sometimes. I mean, obviously, when I've done SWA, Clyde Bank, I'm sure, was the kind of first big one I've done. And I remember being like, oh, my God. I was like, look, showed up to the venue, and I'm like, what is with the size of this? I don't think I can do this. So I'm freaking out backstage and I've got the likes, obviously, for that match I was wrestling, Jokey. And she was like, that's me, you need to calm down. It's all right. All you need to focus on is me and me only. And I'm like, right, okay. And I'm like trying to breathe. Come on, calm down. Just about to go out. And I remember giving me a hug and saying, just pay attention to me. Forget the crowd are there. And once I went out, like she just kind of kept her eyes on me the full time just kind of like i'm here and from that moment i kind of like kind of distinguished the fact let's not worry about the crowd let's worry about the person that's in the ring with you like it becomes your own little kind of phased out area is the ring and then the crowd are in the background until you kind of react to the crowd and then when you react to the crowd it's just like right they've gave me that rush of adrenaline that i needed to keep going I just, I think fans are the absolute best in a crowd. <laughs> like, you need them there. They create the ring. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, as long as they're they're making some sort of noise, you can worry about the specific noise when you need yeah. to, I suppose. Exactly. Uh, as long as they're they're chanting for you, if you're the face, of course, then, uh, you yeah. be, right, I've got that in the pop back pocket. I'll, if I need it, I'll bring them in. But Exactly. Um, it is difficult to, I mean, I'm sure there's probably been points, especially when you're doing like camps and that, where you've been like, uh, right, nobody's reacting. I'm just going to just, yeah. just gonna have a go at it. Um, I've, like, I've had one show where that happened where there was like literal no reaction at all. And it must have been the most, and it, was, it wasn't just my match. It was like everybody's match. And it was so awkward. I'm like that. Like, come on, guys! And they're all just sitting there, like, I'm like, what's going on? Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's not going to go well if you can't get come on, guys, to get folk to at least clap. That's <laughs> <just a> death <laughs> sentence to to, to all. Um, it was. So I mean, you've, you've again you're traveling. I was just like, so I was going through this list, and and it didn't have Mega Slam, but I know you, you've you're quite uh, in to Mega Slam and you've end up traveling quite a bit of the country because of it. Um, yeah. How did you get involved with them? Um, originally it was, I'd went to, I'd offered to drive to a Danone show and uh, I, dro I drove down and while I was there I got asked to like do the filming, like just to film a couple of the matches just for the website and I did and I kind of got talking to the promoter of Mega Slam and eventually it was Lizzie, Lizzie Styles came into Mega Slam quite frequently. And obviously the perks, I was a driver and they needed a driver for the show and a female. So um, 
at the time it was one of the boys that put my name forward for it. He was like, why don't you try Rosie? So he brought me down, I wrestled Lizzie, and then it became like every single weekend I was wrestling Lizzie. <laughs> uh, so, then, so just just luck then, just right place, right yeah, time. Yeah, just basically, obviously being helping at the show, like showing face and kind of helping out with the ring and then helping with kind of the merch or anything you needed help with, I kind of helped with it at the Dunoon show. And then it became a thing where the, the, one of the boys was like, do you remember the girl that helped at Dunoon? And he was like, yeah, why don't we bring her down then? Because she can drive. It's kind of, that's a bonus and we need somebody for Lizzie to wrestle. And then it just became a thing. Like I just started going down quite a lot to wrestle Lizzie over and over again, but I could never get bored of wrestling Lizzie at all. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and places like uh, Isle of Man and, and everywhere. Uh, just just yeah. about wrestling. Um, yeah, Liz Lizzie's yeah. one of those names that I've always like seen about. So she's quite experienced. Was that just uh, every every match was a learning experience for you? Uh, definitely. I I, there was no match with Lizzie where I just didn't learn something. It could have been something so small, but I learned from her. So good. Like just just her the way her mind works for wrestling is amazing. Like considering like how old she actually is because she's a few years younger a couple of years younger than me i'm sure and obviously she's debuted a lot earlier but just her mind for wrestling is just i'm like can i just pick at your brain like every five minutes please <laughs> that's that's the thing i mean it seems these these younger wrestlers nowadays i mean looking sharp being the example that i would use for anyone he's 23 yeah. and probably has like the mind of a of like someone who would twice the years on the clock and at least um yeah it's just, it's just incredible how i think it's more a case of wrestlers when we started or, or whatever we, we've kind of seen the good and bad so we're trying to make it better i suppose yeah at the same time uh, but yeah i'll go back to your travel as you'll soon find out there is no set structure to this i'll just i'll look down <laughs> so often and see a note and go right i'll speak about that next um, boring anyway <laughs> I don't have one really. I, I mean, there has been episodes where I'm just about to wrap up and go, "Oh, I have another question." So, <laughs> there, we'll we'll get there eventually. Everything will be ticked off. Um, you went to Ireland in 2019 as part of. Uh, I did, yeah, Ireland. we. Yeah, I went with Emily Hayden actually. Um, it was great. Both of us seemed to cause riots in the airport without managing to cause riots in the airport, like just running about shouting as pair as two absolute idiot wrestlers would do. <laughs> um, no, that was great. I mean, it was so, so random. I can't even remember exactly how that came about. It was just the promoter contacted me and Emily and it just became like a, a thing that just happened. It was, it was quite surprising because I was fully expecting them like, right, a promoter's messaged about booking in Ireland. This is going to fall through. And I was so set on it falling through. But then he's starting to send through flights. And then he was like, ah, the, um, you can stay here for like at my house for the night. Which he did. And he was absolutely fantastic. He was such a lovely guy. He's, um, his name is Nick Campbell. Um, obviously, he wanted to bring me and Emily back over. But obviously, we know Big Bad Rona appeared. 
So uh, we never got a chance to go back over this year, but we're hopeful that it'll bring us back because I had the time. I became a luchador during it for some random reason. I, I became I known as Lucha, Lucha Rosita. Or something. <laughs> this became a thing. Um, but I had a great time. Like they were, they were great over there. Like even the crowd were great, and they were all dead appreciative. And um, all the all the wrestlers over there were like so accommodating. They were lovely. Like everybody I spoke to was nothing but nice, and it was just a great atmosphere. We just kind of done the show and had a good laugh with it. It was it was great. <laughs> That's the thing, I suppose. When I can see why you think that someone from Ireland's suddenly wanting us to go over and wrestle. That could be a bit weird. I mean, especially yeah. when I was going through your Facebook and, of course, uh, everyone's friend, uh, Mr. Mormon, was was on every single post of yours wanting to book you. So I can, I can see how someone from Ireland could be a bit... <laughs> is a bit weird. Uh, did, you, did you get... Did you Have you been to Ireland before then? Did you get to do some of the sites with Emily or was it just a case of wrestling? No... We didn't manage to do the sights and that. It was kind of like a over, do the show. Got a KFC though. Can't can't rule that out. Go to bed, get back up and get our flight home. Um, but we made we've made like a really close friendship with one of the girls just in one day. It's a referee, Haley the Tiny. She was an absolutely amazing girl. Like she was so nice, like dead respectful, but. Farm like I've never got any trouble off a ref before and it was kinda scary getting into trouble off her. I was like, All right, calm down, sorry. <laughs> um but we made friends with her and we're hopeful if we can come back over we can she she's just bought a lovely new house. So Haley, we're coming to stay for a couple of days. <laughs> I've I've heard nothing but good things about Haley. I mean I see her on, on of course Twitter and that and she's just like sounds like the most positive person ever. Uh, which I mean, I suppose is pretty good because Emily, yeah, Emily's up there as one of the most positive people. And from our brief chat, I could tell that you are as well. So it's it must yeah. have been just uh, the most uh, and it's a positive experience ever. Just hanging about with the three is uh, I could tell um, positive trio. <laughs> and another place that again we're, we're going for jumping about a bit, but you went to Eve in twenty nineteen as well. I did, yeah. Is uh, I would say easily one of the top two all women promotions, top three maybe. Yeah. In the UK, yeah. and uh, of course it was against Angel. Of course it was. <laughs> uh, so, of course so it was. What was it like uh, getting inducted into the 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 girl gang down in uh, Eve? Oh, I've, like I got the message the night before. Basically, um, Viper um, needed a or Piper as people might know her now, Piper Nevin, but <laughs> what whatever one she's going by the now, but Viper to me. Um so she she needed a driver to go down and kinda my name was suggested to take them down because I could drive and there was a spot available to wrestle Angel and everyone was like, we may as well fling in Rosie because it's with Angel. So but it was it was absolutely nerve-wracking, like, however, like, the atmosphere at Eve is phenomenal. Like, having all the girls backstage and everyone's just kind of supporting each other, it was just, it was such a great atmosphere. Um, so, yeah, then again, it was with Angel. Um, I mean, it wasn't one of my best performances, and I can, like, honestly say that it wasn't one of my best. 
and I completely to this day will just say I was the most nervous person known in man that day. Like, I'm pretty sure I went over the match about 200 times. Even before I went out, I was like, Angel, what we doing? <laughs> it was just, my head was all over the place. And But the crowd there as well, absolutely great. Like, they were just shouting, like, Glasgow, Glasgow. Like, because it was me and Angel, they were like, Glasgow, Glasgow. It was just like, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I suppose as well, if, you, if you've just driven, if you found out the night before and you're driving down to London. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, it's quite a bit to actually just get yourself prepared for, for that. Yeah, no, it was kind of like, I just finished my shaft, I was ready to go for a nice warm bath, and it's like, hey, do you want to debut Eve tomorrow? And I was like, uh? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's just, yeah, I, I would be terrified. I mean, I've, I've only ever been down to London just on a plane or everything, and going around that area. I mean, it was, it's Bethnal Green, isn't it? And I've just seen the traffic. I'm thinking, nah, me driving it. I would never drive down there. Not, so. not great. Not great. <laughs> uh, just to swing back for a second, you mentioned uh, you did pick up a, a KFC when you are in Ireland, and I I love KFC. So what's, mm. what's, what's your order? Oh, my order at KFC. So I'm a mixture, but see, like, what I'll always go back to is a fillet tower box meal. But... I have to get like eight extra hot wings, but right, me and my partner have like became obsessed and seem to be buying like the 12 piece of boneless on top of like another 16 hot wings. It's it's getting out of control, but there has to be hot wings in my order. I don't care what it is, as long as there's hot wings. <laughs> I, I'm the same. It's like, I don't know what happens. I, I usually go for Big Daddy box meal. That's my Ooh, usual order. Good choice. Good um, choice. But I always have to have doesn't matter what we have, I have to have the two hot wings for 99p. Has mm -hmm. to happen. Doesn't matter if, if anything else, I have to get that. Um, so, although... I, I can't leave without hot wings. Like, I got told in Top Secret, that I was at the drive for the other day there, Top Secret, apparently there's a hot wing bucket coming out, and I'm so ready for it. <laughs> I don't think my body's ready for it, but I, I'll certainly, <laughs> I will certainly give it a go. Uh, yeah, I... As soon as they go, uh, 9AP, yes, it's less than a pound. Sure, I'm that's a bargain. It. Exactly, <laughs> even though you spent like 30 quid on, on two meals, it's like, oh, I've got to have 9AP wings. They're like eight hot wings for three pound, and I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, we're, we're just throwing our, ourselves about here. Uh, you've also made debuts for Uproll. Uh, yes. As well, uh, Respect, Wrestling Speed Scotland, uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, just about in especially <laughs> Scotland, especially I mean, maybe a couple I can't you haven't been in for whatever reason. Uh, so, what's been some of your favourite matches that you've had? Uh, so, one of my favourite, and I can honestly say, like, is like top of the like par of one of my favourites, has got to be my match at Fierce Females with Chantel Jordan. That girl is phenomenal. Like, I wrestle her every single day of the week, easily. And her age, like being 16 and being able to produce that. The sound's cut out. What's happened here? <laughs> be a moment, the sound has cut out. Right, you lose me there. <laughs> yeah, I lost you. You, you were you were uh, saying Chantel Jordan was amazing. That's for sixteen, and then that was it. 
Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, so I would wrestle her every day of the week, easily. I just think she's great. Um, so she right now is one of my favourites. <laughs> I think you end up, did uh, you wrestle her back to back days in different companies? Am I, am I right? Yeah, so I wrestled her for the belt at Shield Pro. And then the next day I wrestled her again at Fierce Females. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I saw you did a you put a clip up of you doing a, a tornado DDT. I think it was Sally DDT, yeah. uh, which looked just amazing, just like so. Cool. <laughs> uh, so that leads us nicely on to well, we've got a couple of forks in the road where we can go, but we're going to go to yeah. Shield because that oh. is where you won the Shield Pro Shield Almost Pro Women's Championship. Um, again, was it against Angel? It was, of course it was. Uh, so, yeah, I took Angel's belt. <laughs> uh, so what's it like going down to Shield and then getting the belt? I mean, like, I first went down in, I think it was a February, and it was me against, um, Mar was it? it was either Marcy or Emily. That's terrible, I can't remember, but it was one of the two. Um, so I went down there and I kind of just, you know that way when like you go somewhere and you just fit in, like it just you don't even need to like try to feel welcome. You're just instantly welcome. Yeah. Like that's how it became. And then every kind of like once I'd done my first match, they were like, want to, like "Yeah, I mean, you've got a brilliant Italian round the corner. Of course, I'm going to come back." <laughs> so <laughs> they just eventually kept bringing me back and. Obviously, Angela, we all know she's, I mean, she's in latency and bounds. We, we still can't understand why Angel hasn't got a contract yet, but we're get, we're working on it. <laughs> but um, so we knew kind of she was beginning to climb the ladder and she was becoming a bit more kind of busy and stuff like that. So every time I was going down, it was wrestling, Marcy or Emily. And it came to the September time, like probably about August, and he asked me if I was available for the Shield Adversary show. I've lost you again. So what's happening with this? <laughs> Technology's wonderful <laughs> when it works. <laughs> All right, I, I, heard, I hear something now. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is weird. It's just, uh, oh, I, 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 like I said before we started, we're, we're both working with the most ancient equipment um and if you if you try your headphones again we'll see if that's kind of yeah i, I feel like go. it's the i feel like it might actually be the internet to be honest uh yeah that can be a pain yeah the great old internet i'm going to turn off the internet on everything i own right now <laughs> um no so i was asked to go down for the september show and i just kind of told them i was available and they said it's against Angel for the belt. And I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Me and Angel wrestled about 10 billion times by now. I'm sure it'll be fine. We'll get down there and get it done. So I went down and they were like, they were all kind of like making a fuss backstage. And I was like, what's going on? So we went round and he was like, here's your call sheet. And on the call sheet, it's obviously been put down for me to take the belt. And I was kind of like, what? Like, what's going on? Um, 
that was that was a surreal moment because obviously it was my first bell and I was just kind of like, wait, what have I done to deserve this bell? And it was just, they were just, just coming there. I could never turn around to them and say, no, I don't work for you because honestly, I couldn't. Uh, every time I go down, I just have an amazing time. And I mean, they they literally will accommodate anything. Like, they're the type of company that will ask you who you want to wrestle and they'll try and bring them for you. And obviously you don't go like exact advanced, like, oh, bring me a Kaylee Ray. Like, they're going to be like, no. <laughs> but they're, they're willing to accommodate for us, like who we want to wrestle and Kind of like if we're running a bit late down for Scotland, we give them a message and we're like, listen, we're running late. They'll be like, that's fine, we'll change the card. Like, they're just they're a phenomenal company and the promoters are nothing but lovely to you. They're really nice. Like, anything you need, they're kind of willing to just help. Like, uh, just it's, it's a company I couldn't big up more than what it already gets credit for anyway. It's a fantastic company. Uh, and you were celebrating at the at the Italian afterwards, of course. Uh, oh yeah, definitely straight to Toscano's. Straight to Toscano's. <laughs> uh, but no, I really I like Shield's belt as well. It's also it's so like I don't know video gamey kind of thing. It's got yeah. like, the big uh, the shield, obviously. Uh, but it, it's just got that kind of like bits at the side. If anyone's seen it, they'll they'll know what I'm what I'm yeah. trying to get at. Um, so yeah, Shield is is. Has been a good place for you. I think I watched the anniversary show when I was just when there was either no shows on, right? Nothing to watch that particular weekend. Yeah. I ended up watching it, and I just I like I like their setup. It seems they do oh, have their, they totally. have their stories, but if they don't need a particular story, it is just sometimes just wild matches. And yes. like say, if if you give them respect with like with going uh, get me so and so, and you're not turning going right, I would like uh, Viper and. Uh, <laughs> everyone from NXT UK and then they'll just they'll respect you in return so it's yeah exactly they're they're really really good that if you kind of have a preference of somebody you want to kind of wrestle they'll kind of take that into consideration and obviously obviously to an expense because obviously when we go down they actually like bring a full car full down of like talent from up here so um Obviously, expense-wise, if there was, like, a female up here that I kind of went, I'd love to bring her down, they, they would probably accommodate it. It's kind of more, obviously, they're not exactly a big, massive company. So asking for people like Kayleigh Ray and Viper would be like, yeah, no. <laughs> but if you're, if you're hanging about and uh, you, you want to take um, Ashley uh, Vega down or something like that, it's like, hi, absolutely. Just aye. Like, car with you. Um, yeah. That was the first name that came to my head. I think it was just because <laughs> Recently been followed by Mickey James, so it's all over uh, Twitter. I know. Which jealous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got throw about. I read that you have a Robert Duck collection. Yes. How did that start, and why? So it all started when I lived in the States. So I lived in the States, and me and one of the girls there, her name's Monica, she's like she's like my best pal from the States. Well, she still lives over there, but she is still my best friend today. Talk to her just about every day. It's So we were we were out in the camp one night, and like we just kind of like were walking about, and randomly on a patch of grass was just this rubber duck. 
And we don't know how it got there, why it got there, because there was like, no kid seemed to have a rubber duck with them. And it was just this rubber duck sitting on a patch of grass. And I just like kind of picked it up and it became like our son. Like, it's so weird. I mean, camp, send you loopy, you're around Wayne's 24-7, you become a child. So this child became our son and we called it Quack Efron. And kind of from there, I just started collecting random rubber ducks. <laughs> like, I've got like spiral ones, I've got Santa ones, I've got Harry Potter ones. It just it became a bit crazy. <laughs> so how many, how many do you reckon you have in your collection right now? Right now, I probably have about 50 to 60 rubber ducks lying about the house. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect that number. I was like, oh, I've got about 15 <laughs> or so. No, no, 15. No. <laughs> no. That's right. Every time I see a rubber duck, I feel like I need to buy it. And then my partner just keeps buying me rubber ducks whenever she sees them. So it's just became a vicious cycle. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely the same with things like uh, my wife loves uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter said you yeah. Harry Potter rubber ducks. And she's, for some reason, I've become... It's come to the point every time I go into a charity shop or anything, if I see a Harry Potter book she hasn't got, she's got all of them. But if I see one that <laughs> she hasn't got that particular style, if it's a hardback and yeah. she hasn't got it, or if it's a particular collection that she hasn't got, I'm like, I'm going to buy that. And she's got a whole <laughs> shelf full. She's got about yeah. seven copies of Philosopher's Stone at this point, all different. Wow. And I don't know how it started, but it's still continuing because I need I need a hardback goblet of fire. I need to find one of those. Yeah. And you have to get it from a charity <laughs> shop. It's not fun if you order on. Oh, definitely. You got, you got against the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you also uh, I've, I've been playing Fortnite as well. Yes. I've yes. never played Fortnite. Well, I, I played it once. I got really confused and everyone was killing me. And... <laughs> I got, I, got probably <laughs> I got scared. I was like, no, I'm going to go play uh, Spyro or something instead. Um, <laughs> how, how did you get into the Fortnite world? Do, do you know all the dances? I mean, I don't know any dances, so I straight, I'm, I'm not ready to start doing like, like this is that or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I've always kind of like played video games. Like, I, I love like the likes of Grand Theft Auto and Mafia and things like that. And at the beginning of lockdown, it was like I was just bored beyond belief. Like, absolutely devastatingly bored until obviously I started my job. So I was waiting to start that. And my friend played that and he messaged me. Um, well, my best friend, sorry, I should say that right in case he watches and goes off he's not that I called him my pal <laughs> my best friend messaged me and was like why don't you join me and a group of the boys on Fortnite and I was like I was like well why not like, it's not gonna hurt so yeah it just became an obsession where I was like even playing with my little sister who's 10 and then now it's like me my partner and her her friend all play Fortnite at night time, even her sister still join in sometimes. Like it's just became like this whirlwind of like like Fortnite bros as we call it. Like it's just so sad, but it's such a funny game because your pal dies and you're like you're trying to save them and it's just you're getting shot at it's like a battlefield, it's brilliant. <laughs> but uh, so I've seen all, all these people just like throw up constructions and I'm still figuring out how to, I was figuring out how to do that. 
Uh, I've got dive. Five Star Hotels. <laughs> you no, know, and I was just like, no, I'm going to go back and play something I don't die in as often. I'll play Lego. I'll play Lego games. <laughs> I'll, I always say that. I'm like, they're building a five-star five hotel with like a spa, sauna, like reception, everything. It's just like, they're not really. They've literally built like a wee brick house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. still sitting there with the controls. Like, I can't build the house. <laughs> I know Minecraft's another one for me that I just I started playing and was like, nah, I've, I've no. Oh no, I can't play Minecraft. That game threw me off completely. I was like, why have I got a brick in my hand and what do I do with the brick in my hand? And why is there wee ghosts following me? I don't know what to do. That's it. It's just like uh, you look through the wee guides and says, oh, I kill a pig. It's like, How? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've got a bit of brick. I've got a brick. That's me helping. I thought it would, but no. <laughs> It's just I, I don't understand gaming nowadays. I'll, I'll stick to I, I play like the wrestling ones, obviously. Um, yeah, that's a that and Lego games because uh, I, I mean I just completed Mafia Free, so I'm sitting now with nothing to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been like picking up games like Psychonauts and, and just I want like I was like I've completed Spyro, but I want to play that mm. kind of game, and I'm not playing Crash Bandicoot again because I like to keep my TV. And, uh, <laughs> I played that once and I will never play it again. I'm pretty sure my remote got the brunt of it. I'm like, I don't remember it being this hard when I was That's ten. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I remember rattling through it when I was when I was ten. When it came <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so you, you mentioned that you, you you're working during this lockdown, uh, but you're doing a bit a bit more important than I am. I was I'm sitting in my my office space uh, cleaning buttons. <laughs> But uh, you went on to be a healthcare system. Uh, yes. So, which is to say, it's a bit more uh, important than, than what I've been doing. But how, what did you decide to, to do that during this time? Uh, so, uh, last year, I kind of was like stuck between jobs. Like, I was, I was a microbiologist before, kind of, like, went on to kind of healthcare. But, I never really fully enjoyed that. I was working on a lab in Edinburgh as in a high school. So I was the one that kind of like brought out your sheep's hearts and gave you them and set up your experiments for you. And I just, I just wasn't happy. Like I just didn't feel happy. And I, I moved to Livingston, but I moved back home to Glasgow for a bit. Like hey, I just recently, well, last year I moved back to Glasgow. And obviously at that point, I was like, I don't want to be in a lab anymore. So it was the beginning of January, I went, maybe I should do nursing. I mean, I like people, so I suppose I could be all right in nursing. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'll apply and then I'll get a job in care. And then if I don't actually enjoy being a carer, then there's no way I'm going to enjoy being a nurse full time. <laughs> so I'd applied to uni and stuff like that and... I went on and I got a care role and I just, I loved it, like knowing kind of like you were the face somebody was excited to see because you were their only company or you're making a difference to somebody's day because they just need that extra bit of help and you're there to kind of motivate them to do it and I was just like this is, this is what I should be doing and then when Covid struck I was kind of cautious about going into people's houses because um, I've got a big family and we all kind of worked in and out, in and out. Uh, and obviously it sounds quite silly that I was cautious, but I think I was more feared to bring it to them at the time. 
So the NHS started doing a COVID intake and I was like, maybe I should just apply, see, see what happens. If I can, maybe if I start in the hospitals, I'll be able to get even a more real feel of being a nurse. So applied, got the job and here I am today. I was working in COVID units um, eight to eight, eight, eight in the morning to eight at night. I was like doing night shifts eight at night to eight in the morning and it was in COVID units, full PPE, like with the face shields, the masks, <laughs> the gowns. And I mean, to this day, I still, I, obviously I still work there. Like I'm still, I've kind of dulled down. I was working just five days a week during COVID. Like I wasn't even stopping it. I was doing 12 hour shifts for five days straight and I was barely taking a break. And it got to about August and I was, I'd be accepted to do nursing. So I decided, yeah, definitely want to go ahead with this. And I'm obviously now I'm studying to be a nurse, but I've dulled down how many hours I'm doing in the hospital now. And I've kind of went back to home, home care because I've moved from Glasgow now up to Cumnock. So I stay in Ayrshire now. And um, so between driving back to Glasgow to work and being at uni, I kind of dulled down the hours, but I'm still kind of there every week, still, still fighting against this mess that's happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fascinated that you, you seem to be like you've, you're always busy. I mean, you, you've you started training to be a wrestler and then stopped just to, to, to go do a camp in, in America, come back, then you're a wrestler and then you're, do, you're a microbiologist. And is there anything you can't do except do funny <laughs> dances? <laughs> um, there's probably quite a lot to be honest I, c I can't adult, is that a thing? <laughs> uh, that's a boring thing to do <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still, still learning <laughs> Although, saying, that, saying that I got super excited last week because we got a drinks trolley um, which made me feel really old at the same time it's like going, oh no I shouldn't be excited about this I got a new Hoover and I've and a washing machine and I've never seen excitement like it. Like I was absolutely buzzing, like waiting for the delivery driver of the washing machine. Like, is it coming? Is it coming? <laughs> oh, it's one of those shark Hoovers. It's, 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 uh, no, oh. not quite as bougie as that. <laughs> oh, we've got one because we've got a dog. And uh, although I got a pet, I've got a pet here. One, I think it's like Vax or something. We bought uh, and because we just rescued the dog, so. Currently battling with her. <laughs> and then adding that to, to your list of things that, that's going on. So what kind of dog have you got? So we've just rescued a husky Staffy Cross. Um, she's kind of, she's been in homes where they've not really been able to look after her properly. And there was like no other proof of her having like vet vaccinations or anything. So we've had to go through the full Stupidest thing I've ever met. <laughs> you haven't met my dog then. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, mine's a, a Beagle Lab cross. Oh, so, I want Beagle. That's my dog choice, a Beagle. I want a Beagle. <laughs> well, we were looking for one. I don't know. We looked at Gumtree one day and we we're like, oh, I really want a dog. We don't want a big dog. Just like beagle maximum and we saw this this puppy uh beagle lab cross so we thought well, we'll take a chance and hope that it, it's a beagle size and not a lab size because that would be the lab size thank god no it's beagle size oh <laughs> good 
It just looks like a, a lab, so that means if she's a, an absolute pain in the neck uh, outside, we just go, oh, she's just a puppy. <laughs> she, oh, she's just a baby. We, we don't get away with that. Like, people are so weird, like, where we are living. Like, she's she's got the staffy face, yeah, but, like, she's such a lovable soul. She just wants everyone to be her pal. Like, that's all she wants. And, um... Like, she'll sit on the couch with us and cuddle in like she's a five-year-old and she lies all over us as if she's a lap dog. But there's people that will walk by her and cross the street and be like, oh, no, that's, that's a staffy. I don't want to go near her. And I think that's horrible. Like, she's just, she's only one. She's just wanting pals. Like, she just loves everybody. <laughs> that's the thing. Folks don't understand. It's not the, it's not the dog that... No. It, it's the wanna... people. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but no, Sandy Sandy Claus is her whole name because my wife loves Nightmare for Christmas. Um, and oh. yeah, she's, if you if you check my Instagram or, or, or anyone listening to watch this wants to see my dog, usually I'll put a picture of her up on uh, pay per view nights because she stays up with me and then falls asleep before the first match starts. Um, <laughs> that sounds like me for pay per views as well. <laughs> well, I mean, if it wasn't for the Thunderdome, I think I'd be the same, to be honest. So yeah. <laughs> staying up just to see my face that's about it <laughs> and then I do and then they move me which hurts my feelings Aww. a lot but I know I was in there like I was in one of the opening matches for Illumination Chamber I was like yes third row and then I turned around and I was gone and then I wasn't seen the rest of the night it's just so rude I know I was looking at it going what's up my face and then there's folk that are Quote unquote. They couldn't do that at live shows. They couldn't move you then. Oh, imagine! Imagine if you were just at a live show and you saw someone looked a bit odd. And you just went, "Nah, put him over there." Third row. Corner. <laughs> Get him in the corner. Away, corner. Um, Away so, to the yeah. So, so yeah, you've been super busy. Um, but we've also seen you pop up in things like uh, ask advice speech, and this will be the 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 heavy portion of the. Of the show because it was of course right. mental health um, yeah which you're again you're a big advocate for for speaking about it yeah um yeah so what made you did what convinced you to, to take part in that advice speech uh video and and just putting your put yourself out there for people mm -hmm. so like obviously like lockdown yeah lockdowns had a big effect on everyone it's been horrible We've not been able to, we've all had to adapt to this new normal. I hate the expression because I don't think there should be a new normal. Like, it's, it's we need to get back to normal, not a new normal. Um, But we're all feeling the effects of it. Like, during, during lockdown as well, like, I lost my nana. And during the time that um, Emily asked me to kind of do the, do the advice beach stuff, I'd actually, like, I'd went for a breakup, I'd lost my nana, um, I'd lost, obviously, my, my flat, I'd had to move back home, I'd lost kind of everything, and that's that's me just, like, opening up to people, because, like, at the time, my head wasn't in a great place either, but I managed to find my way back to that place, obviously, with the support of family and support, I like the likes of Emily and Angel, you're kind of, your wrestlers that do become family to you. And obviously we've got Jesse's well, well, I say Jesse Santana. She he doesn't exist anymore, like Shane Monet. He's also one of my best pals. Like I could go to him yet. And then he helped me a lot during lockdown. 
and kind of dealing with my mental health and joining in wasn't even like a oh I need to think about it it was like yeah like people need to see like wrestlers we're, we're real people too we have feelings like we're allowed to hurt we're allowed to feel down and I'm kind of putting myself out there vulnerable to show people yeah I feel like this too it's it's, it's affecting all of us and it's not just because wrestling's gone it's because we're losing friends we're not seeing family we're not we're not getting to see each other as like our routines completely messed up our minds are everywhere um and as i say it's like i myself suffered with like depression anxiety for years and years and years and i kind of wanted to put myself out there vulnerable and offer kind of support if anyone needed just to talk to somebody like that didn't know them and wasn't aware of kind of what was going like somebody that didn't actually know them personally and kind of knew like one side of the story next side if it was a situation um so yeah i just like I, to this day i would still say to anyone if you're feeling vulnerable or you need to talk to somebody just message me i've, I've literally not privated my dms or anything on twitter so that if somebody is feeling like that, they can come talk to me. Like, I will message them back and I will speak to them. I don't need to necessarily know why you're feeling like that. Like, you don't need to tell me. But even if you're just feeling rubbish and you're just like, I need to talk to somebody, message me and say, can you please talk to me? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take that as a hint. You need somebody to talk to? That's fine. Like, we all kind of need to support each other. Like, we all need to get through this and that's why I joined in like we're all in the same situation we're all in the same mindset and we all kind of need to come out of this together like not feeling the way that we did in the beginning like we want to come out strong and ready to kind of take on the world again essentially like except like get things back to normal and if all of our heads are everywhere we're not going to get back to normal <laughs> um that, yeah, I've, I've said in a couple of other interviews, so if, if anyone's listened to this, regular listeners will know I'm just going to tell the same thing I say every time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm at the point, I didn't, I, I'm not a people person. I'm quite happy with my own company. If, <laughs> if I'm given the choice to stay at home, I'll likely take it. Uh, but yeah. even I'm, I'm at this point where I'm like, I just, I want to be able to go for lunch. I want to be able to just go yeah. to a place. And it's, it's not so much like missing people, but yeah, it's just missing the option. I like, yeah. to, I like to have the choice to stay at home. I don't want to be told yeah, to but, stay at home. <laughs> I mean, no doubt once everything opens up again, I'll be like, yeah, I mean, I could go out, but I want to stay in. Like, <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. I mean, this is why I do the podcast. Anyway, this is my social interaction now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, even I was starting to miss it. And it, it, you don't get that awkward bit at the end where we either one of us has run out of something to say and we're just yeah. stuck in the boot. Because I know I do that at wrestling shows because I'm not I'm quite an introvert person when I'm meeting people face to face. So if I've run out of things to say, I'll just walk off. It's just gonna stand in there like go yeah, I don't, right. know, to, I don't, don't know when to jump in either. So if, if someone's like if I want to get a wee picture with someone and they're speaking to someone already, I'll just hang about like some yeah. sort of and then go picture? picture but yeah, <laughs> this way i don't need to um yeah i can i can get rid of you if you want or you can get rid of me if uh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um yeah i want to bring that up because yeah it was, it was something i mean emily was just firing out loads of things this was like something that i think i knew people needed to see and needed to hear yeah. because um like you're saying it's not the 
the new normal is not a thing. It's it's evolution of normal. It's that's normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was it was great to see so many people be involved and and mm -hmm. pretty much just open themselves up to to say, look, I'm feeling this too. Just speak about it, and yeah, we'll do all that exactly. Uh, but let's go to happier things because this is Yay. podcast. Um, we'll go to we'll speak about speaking about videos and, and what have you. Um, how much fun did you have doing your fierce females stuff with with Angel as Angels of the Night? Um, I especially liked that you called things called Tinder the Tinder, and, uh, <laughs> and the shout out to Bebo was also close to my heart there. Uh, but how much fun did you have doing those things? I mean, as obviously we've stated many times, me and Angel are like sisters, best pals. Like we we've got along since we met, and that's just it. And I mean, as I say, she comes to everything like birthday celebrations, like. She's always there. Angel's always creating. And it's just... <laughs> but getting to actually be a part of her, like, to tag with, like, such, like... I mean, for, obviously... Even though I'm so like, that you're getting tagged with, like, one of the kind of biggest names in Scotland right now. Like, because you can't deny the girl is, for her age as well, is one of the biggest names the now. Like, everybody knows who Angel Hayes is right now. <laughs> like... So getting told that I was getting paired with it was kind of like, right, well, we've never really been tag partners and um, I wonder how this is going to go down. And then the thing with Hannah Taylor just kind of happened randomly. Like, I don't even know why that happened. <laughs> I can't even tell you where that came about. I don't even think it was a storyline. It just happened. <laughs> and then just became a storyline. Um, but yeah... No, like, we just, it became a thing, and, I mean, there's nothing else to say other than, like, it was great to laugh, like, sitting with a phone, like, doing a, doing a, doing a promo, and I'm just chilling on my phone, looking at, not even, like, like, I was on Tinder during it, but we'd literally set up the Tinder account, so I was a cocktail, and I think the funniest thing was that it was seeing that actually people were liking the cocktail, and that's what we found more funny rather than the actual promo. <laughs> like, but I mean, Angel of the Night isn't gone. Angel of the Night is still around. So, <laughs> um, um, just because I'm old, uh, I'm going to need a bit of, of description of the vernacular. What's cocktail? A cocktail. I, I know what a drink is just a cocktail, but what's a what's a Tinder cocktail? It's not, we literally just, rather than using photos of my face, we used a picture of a cocktail drink. Ah, <laughs> right, okay. Right, phew, okay. I, 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 I had a thought what it was going to be, it was definitely not that, <laughs> so that's fine. Oh, right, I'm going to get the ladder to get me out of this hole that I've dug. <laughs> Let's take a... I probably should have explained that a bit better. <laughs> I'm 30, but uh, geez, I, I never felt so old in that moment. It's just going, <laughs> it's a cocktail. Um, right. Phew. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, the next note I've looked at is your injuries, which I think is a bit of a come down from, from, uh, from cocktail. But uh, <laughs> think about it, because it, you, you lost a bit of time to a torn ACL cruciate lim ligament. Um, so you spent yeah. quite a bit towards... Was it was it just before lockdown or just just 
I remember there was a cast going about. I just before lockdown, I actually fractured my talus in my foot. Um, so my foot went through the ring and snapped essentially. Oh god! <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I, I literally, I drove home for the noon on the foot. Didn't know anything. I knew it was sore, but I was like, okay, it's probably just a wee sprain. Like, I'll get over it, kind of. Um, so I drove home for the noon, woke up the next morning, ready to go to training with Angel and Logan. And I was like, yeah, my foot's purple and black. <laughs> so went to the hospital and I found out that obviously I'd fractured my talus. And then I still was having quite a lot of difficulty with it till... And like Novemberish, so it'd been it'd been a while. So I'd done it. So it's, it was actually a year yesterday I fractured my foot. So, <laughs> um, so it got to November and I was still having a lot of problems with it. And I went for an MRI, and the MRI showed that I'd actually I've got three ruptured ligaments as well in the same foot. So essentially, when I fractured my foot, it's also ruptured my ligaments at the same time. But I've I've been doing physio for six months now and uh, I got signed off last week so <laughs> well, it wasn't nice of uh, Corona to, to arrive just just in time for I, that so you're not missing any time yeah <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> um, oh that sounds awful um I mean it I, was. I've, I've only ever I've the only bones I've ever broken is my elbow and it's the worst thing ever well I thought it was the worst thing ever until I heard that um because yeah that's, <laughs> that just I mean, it, it, you get the one thing just to break and then everything else that comes with it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, we're going back to you're doing that and you're still doing healthcare and and all that yeah. kind of thing. So, I mean, that's, that's not going to be easy, is it? <laughs> just going no, that. I mean, it wasn't easy, no. So I eventually got um, insults from my shoes. So basically in all my work shoes, I have like a wee platform that lifts my heel up so that when... I'm all out. I'm not pressure on my heel. So if I put pressure on my heel, that's where the pain comes from. So now I basically walk about for twelve hours with a wee heel platform, and it's it's so it's pretty. <laughs> um, right, so we'll move on. I've got a couple uh, questions on the Twitter. Um, yeah. First one was from. We'll go for Jason Hyde's first because. The one for Luke Cannon. I have many more questions with about it. Uh, so Jason, he's <laughs> put. Does do, do you miss holding your sleeve up to his sleeve so you can both proudly utter sleeves together? Of course, like I mean, our two sleeves are like the ultimate sleeves. So of course I do. There's not even a question. I don't even know why I'd ask such a silly question. Of course I must be like sleeve. <laughs> That was my, I was starting to work on mine. I was finally putting them all together for for uh, lockdown during lockdown, and then started closing tattoos again. I was like, oh, oh no! <laughs> but no, I'm gonna fin finish finish the bottom half. Uh, there's, there's no, it's not an actual sleeve. It's just a bunch of tattoos that'll eventually. It'll become a sleeve. That was what mine started like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's pretty much it. I'm just gonna get it all done and go. Right, tattoo artist, what do you put in the middle? Just, just. <laughs> Give me, give me some homopato, thanks. <laughs> no, pretty much. Um, and, of course, Luke Cannon, he says your best friend, he's asked, you've, he's heard you've never watched Star Wars and refused to watch it. Explain. Oh, uh, like, so... 
it, it pesters me about this all the time, right? There's nothing stopping me from watching Star Wars. One, I've never watched it. Yes, I can admit that. I've not watched Star Wars. But the fact that he continuously pesters me about not watching Star Wars, it makes me not want to watch it even more because I know it annoys him. And that's just my golden life is just to make sure that he's annoyed at all times. <laughs> so if I can continue to annoy him via not watching Star Wars, I will do so. <laughs> I mean, the next stage, of course, is finally watching them and then liking them. I mean, I probably will. I, I think I start. I tried to watch them like four or five years ago, and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep during it. But maybe I wasn't like intellectual enough to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've I've seen the original trilogy, the prequel, and one of the new trilogy. You're not missing much, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so he's so, so obsessed with Star Wars and it annoys me that much that he's so desperate for me to watch it that I'm just like, no, look, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I it's just I I I tried. I, I should like it. I like superheroes, but I love superheroes like Marvel, DC, right out my street. Apart from that, no. <laughs> Have you watched One Division then? One division. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's on my list. I suppose all these people they're watching it at the time. Jeez, it's like everyone I've spoken to so far is like, no, I'm going to watch it when it's finished. No, watch it now. <laughs> um, it's on the list. I've got a long list to get through again. <laughs> um, so yeah, favorite superheroes then? Of you, or who are your your favorites? It's got to be Iron Man. I just love Iron Man. Iron Man or or just Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Both, <laughs> but then I really like the new Spider Man as well. Yes, like yeah. He, um, I just think it's so funny. Like the new versions, I'm just like I could just laugh at these all day. And then Deadpool can't miss out Deadpool. <laughs> yes, oh, we're, Rosie, we're we're on the same wavelength with all this. This is great because <laughs> yeah, Dead, Deadpool is probably one of my. They were Spider-Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I remember watching the, not at the time, obviously, because I was, wasn't born, but the 1960s one, it used to be on just yeah. before I'd go do a paper round in the morning. So um, I'd watch that and, oh uh, yeah, Spider-Man, always yeah. my favourite. Deadpool, I could watch like all the time and not be bored of watching Deadpool. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. De one of, definitely one of my uh, uh, comfort films to watch. Uh, yeah. Like, um, everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. It's just like, I could put that on and just most girls if they want to like kind of like pet them and up they'll kind of like or like feel emotional they'll watch like the notebook and then there's me i'm like i want to cry at deadpool <laughs> uh, my wife's is forrest gump that's, uh, oh wow that's her film i love that to, to the point where we walk down the aisle she, not we because i was already at the top but uh, she walked down the aisle to to the actual forrest gump Sweet. I'm here for that. <laughs> and we walked back down to uh, Hooked on a Feeling by. That is, that is, oh, that is a tune. I've got that in vinyl and I just like. Love it. Guardians well, of the Galaxy vinyl. We, we've got it as well. Then our, our uh, record player broke and I was like, oh, come on, this is just. But we had Deadpool on our, our, cake, our wedding cake, was just full of nerdy stuff. Um, so she, she had. Oh, I got a Deadpool. Deadpool underneath had a Pixar Luxo ball and 
um it was just yeah it was it was probably one of the nerdiest wedding cakes you've I'm pretty sure my wedding cake will just be all Disney characters because I'm obsessed. Our, our <laughs> I don't know how this chat has gone to my wedding, but uh, but uh, yeah, all of our tables were were uh, film names. So we had a we had Deadpool. No, did we? I think we had Deadpool, but we changed. I'll be it. disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> no, I had Deadpool, but initially I had all the old people on it, and I thought that right. might not be the best one to go with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Toy Story, Guardians of the Galaxy, and and, uh, and that, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, Love we're, that. we're that kind of people, um, right? So, we'll go for the weird questions that we generally have. One you've probably definitely heard of because it's 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 uh, it used to be a common one uh, from your particular school. Uh, but the first one is, what's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, probably a T Rex because they're so cute with these small arms, like me. <laughs> Uh, fair enough, yeah, T-Rex is quite a popular choice. And the second one is, what would win in a fight, two sheep or one cow? What? What would win in a fight, two sheep or one cow? I would say two sheep. You're, I, I say you're correct, but there there's, doesn't seem to be a, a definitive answer. But How? I mean, the cow is tall, but the sheep are small, so the sheep can just like get in about the knees while the cow doesn't know what's going on because it's too tall to see where the sheep are. Come on! <laughs> Logic! Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've had a, I've had a, a wrestler that's a butcher part-time insists it was a cow, and I'm like, nah, it's two sheep. It's, it's just the numbers. It's definitely two sheep. It's, yeah, madness. Uh, right, yeah. so we'll, we'll swing... We'll, Swing back to wrestling chat, I suppose, as a wrestling podcast. <laughs> um, you were recently announced to be part of the roster for Pro 2 Championship Wrestling, which, yes. of course, is in air, so that's handy. Um, yeah, convenient now. <laughs> so how did that come about? Did you did uh, Logan just randomly message you saying, are you Pro 2? Because that seems to be common. Uh, or did, did, you, did you see it was coming up and just throw in a CV? No, so I'd kind of, I'd seen it come up, but obviously, like, I had not, I'd not mentioned it because I wasn't sure, like, if, like, people were already starting to kind of, like, start the rebooking process and, like, getting their shows sorted and getting their rosters sorted. Um, but he messaged me and he kind of said that it would be the news in me, could I send a CV? And just as I was, like, getting ready to send the CV, he was like, Actually, never mind, don't need a CV, I've seen you, I know who you are, <laughs> like, um, and then, yeah, that was it, he just asked if I was pro to, and we kind of got a bit talking because I asked him kind of where it was going to be based, and he found out that I lived in Cumnock, which is where he's going to go to shows, so got a bit of talking, and here we are, been announced, and I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to like a new kind of development company coming back up. Um, hopefully these guys can kind of reshape wrestling, essentially, like these kind of new companies coming up. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to kind of get wrestling in where I'm living now and let my partner finally see me wrestle and See, like bring her friends and family along as well, so it'll be exciting. It's, it'll be fun. <laughs> uh, I, I see that our names announced. Of course, uh, old actress, adversary Angel Hayes is there because yeah. uh, if it, it seems to be, if, if there's one, he is. There's the other. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> 
Uh, we come as a package. <laughs> ages of the night ride together, I suppose. Um, we do. So, what, what's your what's your hopes then? Uh, hopes and dreams, like that. That's not how I mean. But uh, for wrestling, when it comes back eventually, uh, is there anywhere you want to particularly go? Is there any wrestlers you want to face? What's what's your kind of hopes in the next? Uh, obviously, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping kind of in general, like wrestling re-evolves um, obviously I'm hoping that happens and then I'm hoping as well for myself like just I continue to develop like I get back into training get back into the swing of things and continue to develop because four years is a lot to just give up now like <laughs> I'm not going to just throw in until now because it's been over a year since we all kind of stepped back in a ring but in the future, I'd quite like to wrestle more down south. Like, I'd quite like to wrestle names that are known down south. And, like, I'd quite like to wrestle, like, your your Lana Austins and your, your like, Lizzie's again. And just kind of all the well-known people down south. And can I get back into the companies that I've done before? Um that are still around and start making more of a name for myself up here um, but also make my name for myself down here and start to kind of travel a wee bit further with it like to Ireland again but I would say essentially it's just to continue to develop and start to kind of shape myself into a, a professional wrestler obviously I categorise as a professional wrestler but I'm still training um, every day is training as a wrestler there's no one that knows everything about wrestling like new things evolve it just kind of comes so i would just like to kind of be more confident in myself when i'm about the ring and confident when i'm stepping in the ring that i know what i'm doing and get to know kind of other wrestlers i mean somebody that i'd love to kind of get into the ring with is viper like i'd love to sit in the ring with viper <laughs> she's like She's like the mum of wrestling on top of like Kaylee. But like either of the two, I'd love to kind of get the opportunity to even learn from. Like, doesn't it be I'd go do a match with them? Like, I'd love to just kind of learn from them and experience kind of like what they would reckon. I mean, I would you have a match with Isla Dawn, so I would hope I would love for that to kind of actually happen this time. Obviously, it kind of fell through because of number of reasons but I would hope I really want to get it this time because Isla Dawn's kind of I've, I've had training by Isla Dawn so I know what she's like and I'd just love to kind of get in the ring with her and learn from her so there's just my hopes and dreams is just to kind of get continue develop and learn of kind of people who are once in my shoes kind of thing yeah <laughs> Um, just when you, you brought up Kaylee Ray again, it just seems to be someone that, um, someone who, who doesn't, I don't want to say it necessarily fits the gen, the generic mould as a wrestler because she's a lot slimmer. Um, so yeah. she has to do other things to, to make up for it. So I can see where the comparisons, why you'd want to, to learn under her because she's, she's yeah. going to go, oh, she wouldn't be able to do much. She's, she's, she looks super light and then she goes into a yeah. match with Viper or men and just yeah. just absolutely uh, dominates and destroys them so exactly um, certainly someone so is, is nxt uk like a 
like a goal to get to to get to these people, or have you got like an overarching Japan, Europe? I mean, WWE. I mean, obviously, honestly, like I mean, I'd love obviously to get the opportunity to do these things. Um, it's not for me like dead set. That's what I want to do. Like, I mean, I enjoy it, but I I just don't fully see kind of like me being like NXT level, but I don't know if that's just a bit of self-confidence, like, um, obviously, I mean, if they came chatting, I wouldn't exactly shut the door on them, but, <laughs> um, I mean, if I work hard enough, I probably could find the confidence, but even just like going to like seminars, like hopefully they start running more seminars and like obviously if NXT allows, like WWE allow, they can uh, I can start learning for them for like seminars or like training sessions, just that kind of thing. The now and then, hopefully one day I feel like I'm confident enough to start putting myself out there a bit more. So uh, that's the cool thing about. I mean, a lot of bad things have happened during the last year, of course, because you know, Corona. Um, yeah. But the the one thing that, that seems to be coming out of it is is the the advent of. Well, web seminars or webinars, I think they're yeah. called. Um, so you've got guys like FPWA, you've got uh, Looking Sharps Dojo. Yeah, uh, just being able to to get people like um, I think yeah. I think uh, Andy had uh, Viper and and that, and it, you wouldn't think it's so readily accessible now. Uh, yeah, it, it's almost like you don't have any excuse to to learn no. nowadays. It's, it's yeah. just it's just well, I mean, even myself, I was in Krieger's uh, one for Looking Sharp Dojo uh, just because um, I was invited to, to listen in and I, I was writing yeah. notes. I was looking at it and go, why am I writing notes? I'm not doing this. <laughs> but somehow I was compelled I mean, to write notes. <laughs> every time they seem to happen, I seem to obviously be in a shift. Like, it just seems so inconvenient and I'm like, can I just fall in sick? <laughs> So, and it's like, no, no, we, we, we stopped everything. We stopped all wrestling so you could heal. So you're going to have to to uh, take, take the take the hit on this one. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so we discussed you, like, your favourites, of course, Luke King Sharp, you said, captivated you a bit. In the, the wider world of wrestling, um, is there anyone that you kind of uh, inspired by or was just anyone when you started watching the, the WWE and that that you loved? Uh, who are your kind of inspirations? I mean, I've got to say probably the person in WWE that I look up to the most is Becky Lynch. Like, I know she's away now and she'll be having babies and all that jazz, but just, like, the kind of, like, Irish girl that didn't really have any kind of claim to her name, like, she wasn't well-known and she just worked her way up. And now, look at her, like, she is, like, the like one of the most kind of like how get explained like she's one of the characters that everyone appeals to like she's just like she never actually like came for like obviously you've got Charlotte Flair that had Ric Flair and she came in from a family of wrestlers and then you've got Becky that literally just joined a wrestling school and now she's like high up in WWE I mean even the same as Nikki Cross like just joined a wrestling school and now look at her. Like, she'll be tagging me Alexa Bliss. I mean, I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but I mean, I mean, I would die in the spot if I got told I was tagging me Alexa Bliss. But, <laughs> um, 
But just these, I'm kind of more inspired by the wrestlers that kind of just came out of nowhere. Like, even Alexa Bliss herself, like, her kind of background story appeals to me because she's one of the people that suffered as well for being really thin and everyone just kind of, like, laughed at her, like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, and then became a bodybuilder. Like, these are the kind of things that I appeal to because I'm that wrestler where everyone just looks at me like, you're a wrestler, really, the size of you, like, <laughs> and, I mean, I always go like, ah, well, my speed makes up for my size kind of thing, like, it doesn't, it's not something that would ever offend me, because I'm like, these kind of WWE wrestlers were me once, like, probably getting the same kind of rubbish, like, oh, look at the size of you, you're a bit, are you sure you're a wrestler, and now look at them, like, literally. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm kind of, I appreciate that, because, yeah, I'm more interested in how the stories now uh, for for that exactly that Becky Lynch. I mean, there's even a, a, a Funko Pop made of her, which <gasps> you know that's just nuts to think that. Um, so someone who oh, I, I got off Facebook Marketplace. It was great. Voice album for Fiverr. Oh, um, <laughs> I know I couldn't believe it, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's seeing like a Nikki Cross. Um, I saw her wrestle and first show I went to back in. 2012, I saw her wrestle Sammy Jane. Yeah. Now, Sammy's uh, doing all right for herself down in Eve and then WX Dub. Yeah. And then Mickey Cross is is wrestling at WrestleMania. And yeah, exactly. It's crazy. The same with Drew. I mean, Drew started in a post office in, uh, with Jake the Snake Roberts and now is a two time WWE champion. It's just. Exactly. Like, uh, what, what happened there? It goes to show, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you put in the work, then yeah, there's every chance that that exactly. uh, Rosie Knight will be a main event in WrestleMania with Alexa Bliss. With <laughs> Becky Lynch, hopefully. <laughs> Both of them, why not? Triple threat. Why not? All of them. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Alexa Bliss, I, I've, like, I love her, and not just because of like the obvious reasons, but because she's, yeah. every time she speaks, she's like uh, just a massive like Disney nerd. And she I, is, doesn't she? I, I love, love it. <laughs> again, back to my wedding. That's where I went on honeymoon. I love this land. So that's the first place yeah, I'm going when, uh, when uh, this the world opens I, again. I mean, I'm booked to go to Orlando for November. So Corona better just leave because I've got I have Caribbean cruise and ten days in Disney. So leave Corona. <laughs> that's that's where we're, we're hoping we're planning Orlando, and I've got to have a look at the performance center, even if it's just like. Pressing my head against the 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 door, just going let me in. I mean, that's probably what I'll do. I'll probably disappear for a day just to press my head and be like, "Look at me!" <laughs> I've, I've, I've got my gear. Let me in. <laughs> Hi, k- k- hello. <laughs> um, so I mean, we're we I've, I've, I've you said that you could uh, uh, yap for this, and, and I feel like we're going to do that for the whole time. So uh, we've got a couple more things, and then we'll do some okay. videos, and then and then. Uh, have the rest of our evening because it is Monday as of recording. Um, we've got it down as says uh, the pop punk princess. What's your what's your music taste like? Then I'm assuming pop punk. But uh, your, what's your favorite band? My favorite band is A Day to Remember. <laughs> they they are my favorite pop punk band. I've still not seen them live. I was supposed to see them live at Download, and then Rona happened. So looks like I'm not going to download. <laughs> um, but probably closely following them is probably Biffy Clyro. So 
they're my favourites. I, I thought I liked Biffy Clyro and I went to go see them and realised I did not know any of their songs. I knew one album. <laughs> I knew uh, was it uh, whatever one with the flags on. Um, yeah, I, that's the only album I'd heard of and I, I stood there for two hours listening to this going, I don't know this one. <laughs> I don't know this one either. And then go, I haven't, haven't played Bubbles. And then the encore happened. It was the first one they played. It's like, oh God, it's been two hours here. And that's the only one I've heard of so far. <laughs> but, uh, was that uh, was that Bill Houston? No, it was uh, ACC. It was just Aberdeen. Oh, right. But yeah, it was eighty quid we spent for tickets for for three songs that I'd heard of. Uh, it was oh my god. But uh, I mean, on the that's... flip side, I went to go see Fallout Boy. I'm thinking that only new songs. I love Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, I know a couple of songs, and I went there and knew all of them, and I was like, this is amazing, this is the best night ever. Um, I know, but I mean, my music taste is very, very strange, like one minute I could be listening to like, A Day to Remember, and then the next minute I've got like, ABBA songs coming on, or Elvis, like, my, or Disney songs, like my music taste is so random, like the other day there a singing kettle song came on in the car, and I was like, absolutely buzzing, like I just don't have any, like, standard like when I was like 16 it was like primarily pop punk heavy metal and then as I grew older it was like I really want to listen to Whitney Houston on repeat. <laughs> um, Hamilton seems to be the popular choice of music yeah, in, in my house. very popular. Although to the point where I'm like right we're gonna have to go see it at some point that's, that's just gonna have to happen. Uh, I said that to my partner as well I was like we need to go see Hamilton because I've had enough of it. everyone's shouting about it and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Oh, it's on Disney Plus, so add that to your list. Uh, but yeah, we're oh, going to go, go. have to go see it live. Uh, but no, I've, I've been given, I was told, right, make a list of musicals. I love musicals, but I don't, I've never. I've oh, I'm a big theatre nerd. I've only seen Footloose in theatre. That is it. I've seen lots. I hated the film, but I liked the musical. So I've been told, right, I'll make, make a list of, of musicals you want to see, and we'll try yes. and hit them one a year. So I've got Jersey Boys. I want to see so badly. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm now blanking which ones I wanted to see because, of course, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking about it now. Uh, but yeah, got hairspray. Is there one? Hairspray. I don't want to see that. Oh, I've seen hairspray. It's so good. <laughs> oh, man, I love the film. It's just incredible. Oh, that's um, great. Isn't it? <laughs> right, this is, this is just like uh, just going to a natter instead. So I think we've, we've spoken about all everything about wrestling uh, in your career. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be many stories to be told in the future. Um, oh, there's there's, there's, there's there's stuff incoming. I'll keep quiet about it, but there's there's there's, there's something incoming. <laughs> I, I can't wait to check it. I think I think I'm actually remembering. I think I have seen you. I have seen you wrestle once, Inverness. Rock oh, wrestle. rotten, rotten. Is it wrong wrestle? Or is it rock, rock and wrestle? Yeah. That was that. And um, was it was that against Angel or? Oh, it, I think it was. Yes, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly, it was. Um, probably but, more than likely. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've already seen stuff on, on YouTube and that, but I'd already tell that you're just, just this absolute bundle of positivity, and I have certainly got that impression when I, when I saw you wrestle. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so before we go, then, where can people find you on social media? So they can find me at Rosie Knight UK on Twitter and on Facebook they can find me at Rosie Knight. And Instagram is kind of a mixture between personal Instagram and wrestling Instagram, but it's still Rosie Knight UK. 
Um, so if you want to see photos of my dog, then that's where to go. <laughs> and, and is the cocktail still still going? No, I mean, I had, I mean, I, my partner wasn't very happy about the cocktail remaining, so we had to. <laughs> what a sentence to show. But perfect. Thank you very much for, for speaking to <laughs> you. No problem. Thank you so much.